seen you like this before. My apologies. I'm just crestfallen. I have really grown to admire the faithful listeners. And yes, I've even begun to admire you, Count Moody. Well, Boris, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm truly touched. I will miss you too, even though you are weird. Thank you, Yuli. That is very generous. And creepy. Words are truly appreciated. And just very weird. Truly, I don't think my own heart can take any more kindness. Okay. Well, this episode... Wait, Yuli. I believe I have a joke I would like to tell. Wow. Can't Boris, really? Well, this is quite the breakthrough. I would be very happy to hear it. Okay. Here it is. What is a werewolf's favorite holiday? Oh, I think I know where this is going. Very good, Count Boris. Don't worry, everybody. Cut him some slack. It is his very first joke. He will learn. I don't know, Count Boris. What is a werewolf's favorite holiday? A werewolf's favorite holiday is the winter solstice. Um. What is the matter? It is the longest night of the year. Werewolves transform in the cover of darkness in the light of the full moon. Oh. Uh. Well, I thought you were going to say Halloween. You know, Howl Oween? Werewolves? Count Boris! How? What? 
What is this? It's an inscription on Boris's coffin. How come I've never seen this before? I should probably read it. Here lies the sinister Count Boris. The darkness of fear grants him eternal life, only to be defeated by a mother's care in the heart of a child. Oh no! My motherly nature and my childlike whimsy have destroyed my friend! I am the true monster! Oh well, can't mourn forever. Today's episode is Radcast Rentals about that lovable rube, Ernest P. Worrell, and his greatest outing, Ernest Scared Stupid. It has been an absolute pleasure to be with you all of these five weeks. I am Count Yuli, that was Count Boris. Happy Halloween, boys and ghouls! The Radcast will return after this short break. What's your favorite Rob Zombie song? Um, probably. What's the one that? Oh, super. F- or what's the one that goes? Hey, yeah, I'm the one that you wanted. Hey. Super Beast. Super Beast. Yeah. yeah, not that one. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. That one's probably my favorite. Uh, I love Living Dead Girl, but Living also Dead Girl. But also, Feel So Numb is. I feel so good. I feel so, so dumb. Yeah. yeah. If it were Ernest P. Worrell, though, it would be I Feel So Dumb. Yeah, because uh, I I don't know. Why, I, I don't think it's I, well, dumb. I don't know. I don't know why it is. He obviously is. He obviously is not smart. But yeah. I love Ernest enough to where I'm like, don't call him dumb. There's a childlike innocence. It's not yeah. that he's dumb. Yeah. It's just there's a childlike innocence. And there's a bit of absent-mindedness there, but there is some pretty. If you look at his house and some like in Ernest goes to jail, mm-hmm. then it's like okay, there's some ingenuity here. Or in Ernest saves Christmas, right? And if you're just coming back from the break, you feel like you've entered the middle of a discussion. Yeah, which you haven't. So yeah. let's uh, let's bring you in, dear listener. Uh, this is the final week of the five, five weeks, weeks of fright. This has been a good time. Hate to say goodbye to Count Yuli and Count Boris. Yeah, and Count. It's kind Bo- of- a very abrupt yeah kind with of boris yeah it's kind of bittersweet he he was kind of strange but you know what he he it's it's he's, that time of year he was he was harmless this exactly this was a, a fun part of this time of year this was our first foray into mm. a completely themed right month or a themed yeah. stretch of episodes yeah and i think this was a good this this was a good starting point yeah, and definitely in November we have our schedule. We have our episodes lined up for November. We won't have like a preview episode saying what they are. They'll just like we have the past you know six months before this. They'll just you'll just know what they are as mm-hmm. they come. But we'll have another themed week in, during Christmas. Yep. Um, and I don't think we'll do a big video or video a big introductory episode yeah. or audio for that. But again, you know, it's I don't. Know, we just we kind of plan this one out and this one. I think I like kind of the spontaneity a little more. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Welcome back into the Radcast, yeah, everybody. Yeah, don't put the cart before the horse because we yeah. still have to finish up the five weeks of Yeah, Friday. so I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. And this is, again, like we were saying, week five of the five weeks of Fright. If you're listening to this, it is Halloween. It is Halloween. Well, if, if you're listening to it when it comes out, yeah, it's Halloween. Exactly. If you're listening to it in November, 
Happy November. Yeah, uh, exactly. Hello. Thank you for listening. Yeah. You're probably in um, our archives. You're probably catching up. That's yeah. understandable. Thank you. Um, but happy Halloween to those of you that are listening mm-hmm. on Halloween. Um, this is, we've said before, and we'll always say it, one of our favorite times of the year. Exactly. Um, especially this day. And if you've did, if you done Halloween right, November 1st is a bittersweet feeling. I was just about to say it's, there's it's that. A bit, it's a, there's no, nothing sweet. It's bitter. Like yeah. you, you miss Halloween. It's that. Uh, it's it's kind of like um, so Charlie Brown's little sister, Sally. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Sally and the Great Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't like done enough during the season, you sort of feel like Sally from the Great Pumpkin, where she waits, you know, in the pumpkin patch with Linus all night. Mm-hmm. She's like, I could have been out getting tricks or treats, which always bugged me that they pro- tricks pluralized tricks and treats. Yeah. Um, it's like, but I wasted Halloween comes once a year, and I wasted it. Yeah. That's how it feels sometimes. But hopefully, you fair listener do not feel that way, yeah. especially with the five weeks of fright. Yeah. So we tried to uh, try to make this a uh, the, our weekly foray into the spooky. We try mm-hmm. to hopefully become a Halloween tradition for you. Yep. Um, so let's say before the here's to next year stuff, we have this episode to tackle. And on yeah. this episode, it was uh, not spur of the moment, last minute, but yeah. it wasn't what we had scheduled previously. Right. Like we said at the end of the um, of last week, um, it's just scheduling conflicts due to things. Katie Wright wasn't able to join us mm-hmm. for this double feature, but we were able to pick ourselves back up and pick a movie that yep. we could that is just as fun, just as Halloweeny, and just as a part of the season for us as those last the two mm-hmm. movies we're going to do with Katie, Ernest Scared Stupid, yep. and this was one that I. This one is in steady rotation, like mm-hmm. without fail, around mm-hmm. this time of yeah. year, um, just because of the in like the there's like a hollow an innocence about Halloween mm-hmm. that I like, yeah, um, that's addressed in like kids movies, yeah, and this has it in spades. Um, Jim Varney is an underrated actor. I love Jim Varney. Um, I think just because he played, he was most known for the Ernest role. People don't recognize him for how wide his range was oh yeah and if you watch even in the earnest movies he plays like the when he has these inner monologues mm-hmm. he plays like these several different characters it was i think jim varney who suggested Ernest kind of have this multiple personality these yeah. inner monologues so that he could stretch and yeah. show people his range and although they're equally as silly characters yeah. that he does he wants to show kind of he he wanted he wants it's playtime for him. He yeah. wants to like he's he's a Shakespearean trained theater actor and he wants to show his his talent and he wants to show his knack for impression and he he wants to be all these different characters. Yeah, and he and he embraced the role of Ernest. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that he was ever it didn't at least nothing from what I've heard, it's it's nothing that he kind of was ashamed of. No. Like he was earnest until he until he died. Yeah. I think he probably would have made more earnest movies if he didn't pass away. Yeah. It's something he just he, he just seemed like a guy who had a good heart. Yeah. And that was a good person. And uh like I was saying, this movie has always worked its way into the rotation. And when we started doing the five weeks of fright, um Part of me kept wondering, should I bring up to Steven? Maybe we should replace something with Ernest Scared mm-hmm. Stupid. And then I'm like, no, we'll just let this play out. We'll bring it up next year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this happened. And I was like, well, here's it's yeah, an easy it's choice. Ernest Scared, scared stupid. stupid. And it's one it's some it's one of those you all have those 
if you're uh, if you like Christmas and you like Christmas movies, you all have those Christmas movies that if you don't watch it, it doesn't feel like a complete Christmas season. Yeah. For we have Halloween movies like that, but Ernest Scared Stupid, like you said, since it's in such heavy rotation, Ernest Scared Stupid is one of those movies that yeah. if we don't watch it during Halloween, like I feel like it's one of those. I have to wait till next year. It's, I can't yeah. just put it in in July. It's well, it, exactly, and it's and it's not just like it's an earnest movie to where they mention Halloween, right? But you know, it's it's only mentioned in passing. Like this movie oozes Halloween atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. and you and you, it's it's it takes place on Halloween. It's not just like a Friday the Thirteenth where it's not a Halloween movie. Like it doesn't take place on Halloween, yeah. but you watch it, scary movie to get in the mood for Halloween. Right. This is a Halloween movie. You yeah. can't watch it any other time of the year. Yeah. And before we get any further kind of into talking about uh, just Ernest Scared Stupid, you mentioned already kind of the atmosphere it creates and the atmosphere that's in the movie. We can touch more on that and touch kind of on the story and the performances mm-hmm. here in just a moment. But for anybody who's listening, who isn't, who's unfamiliar with the character of Ernest P. Worrell, he is a character played by Jim Varney, as mm-hmm. you said earlier. Um, for those of you also who are familiar with Toy Story, he played the Slinky, Slinky Dog, Dog in the first two yep. Toy Story movies. He played a character. His last role was in Atlantis, mm-hmm. that early 2000s Michael J. Fox animated yeah. movie. Um, but he, so it's Jim Varney and it was created by a Nashville-based agency, uh, Carden and Cherry Advertising Agency. So it's John Cherry and yeah. uh, Jerry Carden. John Cherry is synonymous with, with Ernest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see John Cherry's name all over the Ernest credits. Yeah. And he was using advertisements for Coca-Cola products, uh, a place called Taco John's yeah. and Checks, and various other businesses across the country. So that he was nationally known. Um, so not just kind of in Nashville or in the South. Yeah. He, he did commercials for places in California and all over the country. So he eventually got his own show called Hey Vern, It's Ernest, which Jim Varney won a daytime Emmy yeah. for that. And um, Ernest, yeah, Ernest is like this well-meaning, yeah, like, not hillbilly, but he's like, he's just this well-meaning, you know, character who, like I said before, has this childlike innocence right. and, and just kind of falls ass backwards into, you know, uh, unfortunate, unfortunate situations. situations. Um, yeah. And kind of somebody who gets the brunt of kind of that endearingly antagonistic part of Ernest yeah. is this off camera personality named Vern. Named Vern, yeah. Does he, he then Ernest kind of gives exposition or talks about the products he's advertising because while he's talking to Vern, he's yeah. telling Vern about these things. And Vern doesn't speak. Vern is yeah. nobody. Yeah. He's off camera. He's, but, he's but, just talking to the camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, and he's telling us, the viewer, so I guess the viewer is Vern, but Vern doesn't show up in Ernest Scared Stupid. He's in um, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah. Ho, 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 um, Vern. Yeah, <laughs> so he, there's a funny part in Ernest Saves Christmas. Um, so there's Vern and then, uh, Ernest throughout all of his movies, his catchphrase is know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know yeah. what I mean? Um, so he had a number of T, like I said, he won a daytime Emmy for, um, Jim Varney won a daytime Emmy for Hey Vern, it's Ernest. He also had a number of TV specials and movies throughout the eighties, including Ernest goes to camp, Ernest saves Christmas and Ernest goes to jail, which were all, all the, the movies before Ernest gets stupid and yeah. Ernest gets stupid was the last theatrical release yeah. for Ernest because Touchstone who released it was a um, affiliate of Disney or was like a sister company of like uh, Disney uh, yeah and the the hey or hey Ernest 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 scared stupid and the Ernest movies 
didn't do well in the box office, so Disney <clears throat> kind of cut ties with that, and yeah. they were independently released after that. Right. Straight to video type stuff. But he's known Slam for... Slam Dunk Ernest wasn't a theatrical release? No, it did not go head-to-head with Titanic. That was that 97? No, I think it was like oh. 98. Yeah. It, but that was on The Wonderful World of Disney, wasn't it? Slam Dunk Ernest? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the last time I saw it, which was probably like 25 years ago, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Probably less. But I mean, everybody who knows Ernest knows him for his goofy, exaggerated movements and his goofy, his Jim Varney's like a rubbery face yeah. um, that and like like Jim Carrey can do like these funny, exaggerated reactions mm. to things. Yeah. So that's how Ernest has endeared himself to the general public for the last 30, 30, for the last like almost 40 years. Ernest is a very earnest character. E-A-R-N-E-S-T. The importance of being earnest. (laughs) Zach Galifianakis has that joke where he's like, uh, the importance of being earnest. Um, How many more earnest movies are they going to make? (laughs) Yeah, so he must think very highly of himself. (laughs) Um, But... uh, (laughs) Who do you think would be a good Ernest nowadays? Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, comedian Theo Vaughn. We've talked about this with, I think we've talked about it with Jeff. Me and you were like, I think John Cena would be like a really good Ernest. I mean, obviously there's a size difference. Jim Varney was uh, was trim. John Cena's a mountain. Yeah. Um, I I don't think the Ernest movies these days would play. But in in terms of silliness... Yeah, a John Cena. John Cena doesn't have the range that Jim Varney had. No, it but wouldn't like, be the same. No, it, it wouldn't. John Cena can be silly, but yeah, Jim Varney would be hard. Jim Varney is hard to replace. Yeah, um, but I don't think the Ernest movies would play these days because in all of my favorite Ernest movies, minus goes to jail. Yeah, because he's around mainly adults. Um, but Ernest goes to camp and Ernest saves Christmas and Ernest scared stupid. He hangs out with kids a lot. Yeah, like that's he, the thing. And but and then the parents. Like it's if you watch these movies, it's completely innocent. Oh like, yeah, he there, doesn't give off any weird yeah, vibes. There's or no, anything. there's no inklings of malice or ill yeah. intent. Because I mean, it's it, they're kids movies. Yeah, the parents aren't like, I don't like the fact that this grown man's hanging out with my child. Yeah, all of them know Ernest. Yeah, and, and like, granted, that's that's not like an excuse, but still, right. like, there's nothing like. That that wasn't. It's not even taken into account when you watch yeah. these movies. Like Ernest is more so, and in, in the world of these movies, is more so seen as their babysitter. He's a he's a motivational figure. Yeah. for them as um, well. But honestly, in real life, you're just like, what are you guys hanging out in town weirdo for? Yeah, because Ernest, like, he is the town. He's he's kind of the buff, he's the town buffoon. He, oh, exactly. I mean, he he can't hold down a job because he's yeah. always just as endearing as he is. Like he's always messing up. So yeah. it's getting into trouble, and he always he finds his way out of the bigger trouble. Well, and scared stupid is the is it's really the only time that he's well not the only time like goes to jail. People know who he is, mm-hmm. but this is the first like suburban town, like small town. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's a fixture in a town as opposed to a few people know who he is. Right, and so you got the mayor who's like you know you know Ernest is is a buffoon like you need to tell him to like do his job or get fired mm-hmm. and like trash isn't getting picked up he's, he's like a that. trash man and yeah this he's one. a trash man he, he picks he has different professions in each one yeah. so uh he's a camp counselor slash or he he's kind of the camp bus driver and Ernest yeah goes to camp and then he's a he works out as a janitor at a bank and Ernest mm-hmm. goes to jail and he he works as a taxi, taxi driver, driver and yeah. Ernest saves Christmas and then and he's a garbage man in this one yeah so yeah it's this one in jail or really and I guess camp but those are the only ones to where like 
in this one especially to where he's like a well-known figure in mm-hmm. an actual like community. Right. Right. So it, it goes to show he's probably been there a while. Cause sure. I, I can't admit, cause this takes place in Briarville. Yeah. Which, um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't think Briarville is the town. I don't know. I, I haven't seen any of the movies as many as, as, as much as I've seen yeah. or scared stupid. I don't think it's brought up as a town. Yeah. I think other it's ones. just called Briar. I, I think, think this is the only one with the name. Yeah. This one. And you know, for the benefit of the actual story mm-hmm. and that a hundred years prior in this town, um, Ernest's ancestor yeah. was sort of like the town judge. Or yeah. It was like the town, sort of like the ten, the, like the mayor analog. Like, like the, the big town. wig. Yeah, the big wig in the town. Oh, he's a, he was a, a minister. Yes. And, yeah, and they, Phineas Worrell. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. They, and they captured, there was a troll who was um, eating children mm-hmm. and they captured the troll and buried him underground and had a tree grow on top of him. Right. And uh, basically, like, the only one who can awake the troll is a Worrell. Mm-hmm. So, you know. By, by saying this certain mantra. Yeah. And, and so Ernest not, uh, Ernest basically accidentally summons this troll again. Mm-hmm. Just sort of in a mocking fashion. He's mocking right. the town crazy person. Played by Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Who, like, who chews up the scenery. She, yeah, in she's great movie. in this movie. She plays, uh, uh. Uh, old lady Hackmore. Old lady Hackmore. Yeah, it's got this yeah. rundown house, and mm-hmm. she she knows about some of the secrets of Briarville. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's not so much rundown as it's just it's just every square inch of her yard looks like something like from the Thunderdome, or yeah. like from like like something like post-apocalyptic. Like yeah, yeah. Because like in the beginning, the sheriff who is the father of one of the kids that Ernest is yeah, like the main, friends with. Like the yeah. main kid who yeah. helps Ernest. Um, he's telling Ernest, he's like, I've told you several times to go over to the Hackmore place and clean it up. Yeah. So you, you sort of, you're sort of intertwining these characters. It's all these like metal sculptures that always are like yeah. shooting fire. It's a, mm-hmm. So it's, it actually, it's aesthetically, sure, it's kind of rough looking, but yeah. it's actually pretty cool. But her house, yeah, she, like you said, she's kind of the, the, the town crazy but it goes to show that she's kind of the smartest one there because yeah. she knows of, she knows about the history. She knows of the history. She knows of the impending doom and of the the problem of the problems like Ernest could cause, like him being a Worrell and him mm-hmm. like being kind of ignorant to yeah. what his name carries I, and the I, curse and everything. So I wanted to know what you thought. Um, kid actors are very hit and hit or miss. Yeah. Um, they're either like endearing fun performances yeah. like the original three ninjas mm-hmm. or they're like super like obnoxious and unlikable. Like I'm going to say it on popular opinion, especially to a lot of nostalgic people like the monster monster squad, squad is overrated. Yeah. And we, we talked about this in our part two of our pro wrestling yeah. episode with Jeff kind of at the end there. But I personally, I was supremely absolutely super disappointed with yeah. how much I didn't like monster yeah. squad. And I guess I shouldn't. So a better example would be in terms of likable kid cast against unlikable kid cat kid cast, uh, the Goonies, Goonies versus the monster, versus monster squad. squad, which they, I mean, they tried to make monster squad, the Goonies with the universal yeah. monsters, which, which on, paper on paper sounds amazing. That's, that's awesome. That's why I was so disappointed is yeah. because maybe if, maybe if I grew up with it, I could have a little more oh, that, endearment towards it, but that's that's the exact. I I feel like that's one of the only reasons people who 
are Monster Squad apologists who love that movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like to me that's one of the only reasons they still love it mm-hmm. is because they grew up with it. And I'm yeah. that way with yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. I'm I don't that way with you. a ton yeah. of movies. Exactly. I'm, like I get it. Yeah. Like I am I'm I am just, empathetic towards yeah, that. I'm just saying like I can at least recognize when that's the reason for me that that's one of the only reasons. Yeah. Um, but don't try and convince me that it's a good movie because yeah. it's not. But uh, now, granted, I have been wanting to give it a second chance. It's not going to happen. It's, yeah. it's too late. It's not going to happen for me this year because I'm not going to go out and rent it. It's anywhere. also it's it's also one of those kids movies that's like the weather's very overcast, kind of like right. Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, and there's a lot of scenes shot with like Halloween decorations, and mm-hmm. there's some sort of Halloween party, and kids are in costumes mm-hmm. and they're running around, and it's like the old Halloween decorations, yeah, like, like the ones from that 70s and 80s like the yeah. paper ones where you can see the the little metal hinges on, yeah. on the skeletons yeah. and stuff like that. So and, and it's got it, it's got a good suburban town feel to it. Mm-hmm. But the the kids in the Monster Squad and I'm going to stop talking about the Monster Squad after this. The kids were just none of the characters were likable. Um the the none of the I just I think the kids weren't likable. The the execution wasn't very good. And I think there's just a lot of like unnecessary stuff in there. I I don't know if I, I'm mainly I didn't like. There was a kid in the group who whatever like he made the no token impact. Fat kid, not him. But like no. the kid, there was a kid who didn't make an impact. But then the token fat kid who they tried to make like the chunk. Yeah. Um, like if this were Goonies, was not insufferable was so man's got nards is a stupid line and it's not funny if i think if it were delivered honestly it can be endear endearing if it's said by a different kid or in a different way but this kid up until this point just got under my skin and was super annoying i think the main kid and the cool kid in the group Mm -hmm. were fine and there was one or two like funny lines and from again, the delivery to anyone the who loves this movie we've only seen it once yeah exactly so i mean and so literally literally don't even factor our opinion in yeah. at all and you know what plead your case if you want if you want to reach out to us we're going to do the socials at the end here and those yeah. of you who've been listening for a while like you know where to find us i mean like it will not be know. met with any sort of malice or no, anything it's no. like i really just want to hear from you i don't again. i'm not i don't we don't want to argue with you at all like yeah. we don't want to argue you know, calling the movie shit or anything. Cause yeah. I wouldn't even say it. It's not shit. I just didn't yeah. like it. Um, but I can see why you would like it. Yeah. That's enough on the monster yeah, squad. Sorry. I yeah. went, I went too you, far you, off. You, no, you're fine. You what had I was asking about, was yeah. your, your thought on the kid actors in Ernest scared stupid. So Kenny is the main kid and yeah. he does, he does a fine job. He's a, he's actually a good hero. And yeah. then, you know, uh, the Elizabeth, good, Elizabeth is, is yeah. a pretty, is a pretty good, like, girl character yeah so like they're if if we're gonna go along the formula of having the the female character she's not so she's not played off as like this innocent like ignorant ditzy little girl who's a damsel like yeah she later on as you'll find she does get captured by the monster she's the one that tells like the kids in her class and kenny's in her class she's she's the one that we get this this historic, this history lesson yeah. about the troll in Briarville yeah. and how it's buried under underground. Yeah, you know, she's the one who like, if somebody is like, 
messing with one of her friends or you know yeah. or to she's like shut up yeah like or if the murdochs are messing with like messing with kenny you know yeah. she's, she's the one not, who's just like me alone she's like yeah. why don't you guys shut up and buzz yeah. off you know she yeah. stands up for herself so i think elizabeth has played well and i think kenny are played well all the other kids get are obnoxious yeah like the murdoch boys like the bullies <laughs> there's this one the that there there's this one kid who's morbidly obese and he has this terrible looking mullet yeah and he's just like you just you just want to punch Which him that, in the that, face that's not like that's not an impairment for him like he, no, no, because no. He's, he's not it's we're not well, saying he's he, a, he's an un, he, he he's, that's just, he's he, supposed he's just, to be an unlikable character he's just a fat little boy yeah and and because and what makes him unlikable to me is that he's got an ugly mullet yeah and he's just he's just this little pudge that you want to punch in the face he looks like a middle-aged woman you'd find at the Sturgis biker rally yeah. named like Sue with an X yeah. or something like that. And and his brother and his brother's okay. He does but, it's just because he doesn't have as many lines. Yeah, exactly. But the fat kid is just annoying. Yeah. Like they're when eventually Trantor, the troll that yeah starts terrorizing Briarville. I am Trantor. Yeah, like he he Trantor doesn't say that, yeah, but but that's Ernest's yeah. impression of him. But uh when Trantor the troll turns the annoying Murdoch into a wood. He turns the, he need, essentially the story is the troll needs to get five child sacrifices to bring up his army of trolls and everything yeah. like that. Sounds so, morbid because it actually kind it, of is. It, it's on paper. It is morbid, but the way that it's played up, it's played here, in such a silly, goofy way. Yeah. So like when the, the lead Murdoch is changed into wood, yeah. You know, you're just like, ah, you don't have to turn him back. Yeah, exactly. But going back to kind of the themes of the movie, like it, it is, it's a very like, it's a, it's frightening. The troll it is. Well, I mean, we're we have it on right now, and this is the first appearance of the troll. It's uh, the effects are done by the uh, Chodos brothers, yeah, who, who did, did Killer, Killer Cons from, from Outer Space, space. and yeah. you can tell, you can tell, um by some of the character models yeah. you can tell they did killer clowns from outer it's, space it's 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 fright you can <laughs> see how it'd be frightening to a kid like you talk to a lot of people that grew up watching this movie and they're like i love that movie but it scared me as it, a kid yeah because the trolls were frightening yeah the lead troll trantor is just super snotty and yeah. gross looking and it's just his nose is dripping and well and it's just this idea of like like kids in movie most of the time on movies nowadays are untouchable. Like mm-hmm. you can't do anything violent towards kids. You can't kill kids. Like unless the story and it sounds terrible, unless the story kind of calls for it. Like it's a hard R like yeah, exactly. adaptation. Yeah. Of but for the most, it, in, a, in a kid's movie, right. kids are untouchable mm-hmm. and it's kind of frightening as a kid in this movie. If you watch it, that these kids are getting snatched up mm-hmm. by this ugly troll. Like in, and there, there are kids that aren't being saved, mm-hmm. and they're not being protected. Like at first, right? And they're just there's a scene with um, Kenny, and he's looking in like a in like a one of those metal tubes, yeah. And and, and let you see like on a playground, right? And he thinks he hears Elizabeth's voice, and he looks and he's talking to a kid, and he looks behind him, and the kid's frozen, and the and Trantor has his hand on the kid's shoulder, yeah. and Kenny sees this kid turned into a wooden figure it's like in the yeah. terminator like yeah. terminators can imitate people's voices so trantor first time we see that is there's a third kid 
with Kenny and yeah, Elizabeth. With glasses. Who, he's like, yeah. my heart was in my throat. He's very forgettable. He he, he says lines sometimes and he sounds like Miley Cyrus. Or he's like, yeah, he's trying to like put on an accent. It's like, sorry, Ernest. We're still a little worked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he like fall, like they all kind of go their separate ways because they built a clubhouse yeah. or a treehouse and like kind of on Lady Hatmore's um, land. land. Yeah. And it's this really spooky looking like wooded like area. weeping willow type yeah, trees yeah. low hanging branches and it's 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 very spooky and foggy kind of like if you were to colorize the scenes From and the wolf, the wolf man. man yeah um but they're leaving there and they all kind of go their separate ways and this third kid this forgettable kid i don't even remember his name yeah he slips in like this um this mud trench and he's yeah. like having trouble getting up and off camera here hey i got you and it sounds like Ernest. but then he looks up and he's he like, starts oh, screaming thanks Ernest." And he like looks up. He's like, ah! And it's the troll. So yeah. you show the troll does that once or twice yeah. or a few He's times. Very deceptive. Uh huh. Um, but you talked about again. We're kind of touching on the themes and kind of the the tone. Since it is a kids movie, you're not necessarily you're not killing them, but turning them into wood. You yeah. Know, as kind of like sacrifices, but it turns you out turn a right rim shot into um, a wood. A yeah. Dog. His dog, his earnest dog. Look, but it's uh, a wooden dog. But it, with the way it's played out, I mean, movies like these are, they're made to be easy to digest. So yeah. even the, the, the threatening or sinister nature of like pain and peril and things yeah. like that, um, it's played for laughs. You, you make Ernest more of like a Looney Tunes character. Yeah. Yeah. rather than anything grounded in real life. So if Ernest gets, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, he gets crushed by his own trash compactor <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. and it ends up, he just rolls out and it's like if Daffy Duck yeah. were done. And you just see like his limbs mm-hmm. uh, inside of a block of trash. He's Ooh. like, oh, help me out. Yeah. And he's putting out, at one point he's putting out this giant bear trap mm-hmm. and he's using his entire body to, to hold it open mm-hmm. and he needs Rimshot to, to bring his dog, Rimshot, yeah. to bring a stick over to lure mm-hmm. the troll. He's like, all right, come on, Rimshot. Oh, I'm sorry about calling you an ugly looking kid because Rimshot's disguised as a boy scout to mm-hmm. lure the troll in. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, he's just, his body is splayed out on this bear trap holding mm-hmm. it open. And then eventually you see it like close and you hear off screen Ernest go, ah. Yeah. So like, it's like, implying that yeah. he's trapped in the bear trap, yeah. which he gets them from the Tulip brothers, Bobby and yeah. Tom Tulip. Recurring characters throughout. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll know you'll definitely uh, recognize movies. Yeah, like Tom Tulip definitely shows up um, it, with Bobby as the the brothers, but you see Bobby, he's like this bug-eyed, like really skinny, mm. older-looking guy, um, and you'll recognize him. Who's still alive? Yeah. He's like almost ninety, mm-hmm. um, but. He's uh he's usually in all the Ernest movies playing different characters like Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah. He's in it as somebody who works at an airport. Um and he's in Ernest Goes to Jail. He yeah. works he's a security guard at the bank. Uh so you'll recognize him but like they're like they they take advantage of Ernest's like his his child like his yeah. his naivety. Yeah, his his kind of his childlike whimsy. Like when he's he needs troll stuff and they're selling him all these like like troll like things, troll against, love songs. Yeah, like, like things to troll repellent. stuff to. They're hucksters. They're yeah. trying to sell this yeah. stuff to Ernest because they know he'll buy it. Yeah, and all this stuff to fight off trolls, and it, it's not going to work. And then it shows that they also, when the trolls turn out to be real, they want to like 
capitalize on that to yeah. sell to like the national Enquirer and to yeah. sell to like cable TV. So, yeah. so, so they're not nice guys. No, there's these two hucksters, but again, they're, but they're it's, charismatic. It's characters. played, it's played silly. And yeah. also Tom Tulip has these, like he, it, you first see him, like you first see the Tulip brothers when they're filming a, a commercial, commercial yeah. for, for of course television. Yeah. Um, but Tom is like, you know, come on down to the tool. Yeah. Here it, it is. It, right it here. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just coming on the screen right now. Um, but he's always chastising his brother, Bobby. Um, but he's, you know, there, he's talking about all the stuff you can find down at, you know, the tulips, you know, like, shop and everything like that. And, uh, and he has these stupid, like catchphrase, catch like, rattlesnakes, kiss carefully. Like, yeah. like if someone were to ask me if I could save a lot of money down here, I'd say, do rattlesnakes kiss carefully? Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it wasn't used like for, it right. was, yeah, but, yeah, it but like, it's, it's, it's something like, like a dog swimming circle. Or yeah. Something like, like something like that. So, and he's just does it in like kind of, they're, they're kind of in a bumpkin yeah. type way. They're these goofy side characters mm-hmm. done in the mold of a goofy side character. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, they endear themselves mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. I mean, you can tell they're like, they're taking advantage of Ernest and they take advantage of people, but like, it's not malicious. No, really. But that, that's where he gets this, these like traps and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he, m- much like other naive characters, they kind of are t- a little too trusting of yeah. those who are willing to take advantage of them. Yeah. And so you kind of see that trope in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned before we kind of got into who Ernest was, the aesthetic, or you mentioned it a couple of times. I like the, although this was released theatrically, I like that straight to video yeah, that, look. And that's, that's what it was. Cause we were watching it and, and you were like, how would you describe how this looks? Mm-hmm. And, and I just, for whatever reason, always think like, Mary Kate Nashley, like straight to video nineties yeah. kids movie. Yeah, like early early to mid nineties straight to video. Because like type kids, movie. Because kids straight to video kids movies from like the two thousands mm-hmm. have a certain look to them. They have as like well. a, a different like aspect ratio, and they're not yeah. going to be filmed on the same type of camera that you get from a million dollar budget type movie. Yeah, so they have kind of a different look to them the town is very colorful it's I very it's, very, it's like and, every town usa yeah and it's and the kind of the where halloween decorations are and there's a few spots in the town where it's like there's halloween decorations on a random fence yeah so we're just like it's this this town is so within itself yeah. that you can just decorate random parts of the town mm-hmm. and it's like it's like if you're decorating your own house yeah well in the certain because sh- like <laughs> there are certain shots too. It's like quick zoom ins, especially mm-hmm. with like Eartha Kitt when she's, she's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, she chews up the scenery. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got her classic. Yeah, exactly. If, if you've ever seen Emperor's new groove, yeah. like, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, but, uh, just the, in just the way certain shots look, mm-hmm. um, when Kenny's running from the troll, mm-hmm. it's, it's got kind of a weird, shudder to it yeah like when he's coming across the screen and then mm-hmm. the troll comes and busts through a fence yeah and it's different than when you know it looks a bit more cinematic when it's earnest and the troll face squaring mm-hmm. off in the back of the pickup yeah. truck yeah and then also you get like the dutch tilt yeah angles and stuff like yeah. that where if you don't know what dutch tilt is watch any watch a number of clips mm-hmm. from the 66 batman it's series just, in, in the nighttime scenes 
I, for whatever reason, the aesthetic or the, the, the look of it is especially warming for mm-hmm. me in the nighttime scenes. Yeah. Just with this time of year as it's getting cooler outside. And like we said before, it's the town's all dressed up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. For some reason, like those two together, like that combination just creates a real cool vibe for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's really tough to put into words kind of how you almost movie, have to like, like show look, like, like a yeah. side by side of, of like a theatrical film and like a straight to yeah, video. Yeah, I mean, and not, not so much that either. I mean, I guess just how to describe it, how, like where it touches me for Halloween. You yeah. almost have to watch it with people and just be so vague in how you say it, mm-hmm. but then just wait for them to go be like, to be like, oh, yep, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's exactly. what it is. Like Jeremy, we can easily just show it to him. He's like, you just be like, I love the way this movie looks. Yeah. And the, the troll, like we've talked about, the troll presents like a really kind of frightening threat mm-hmm. to the town because yeah. you're like, he must have been like this intimidating force, mm-hmm. like in this 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 threat mm-hmm. that he had to be buried for a hundred years with chains and mm-hmm. and the roots of a tree. Mm-hmm. And 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 so you you're like, well, Ernest, as much as you love him. You're like, I can't see him in a showdown with the troll in like a serious showdown. Yeah. And so old lady Hackmore, Eartha Kitt, has to tell you that like basically the sacrifice is the heart of a child. And mm-hmm. she kind of takes it really literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like at the beginning, she's kind of like unconcerned with the children. She's more so concerned about the the threat that the troll What's poses. What's the lure of the troll? the troll and and that's to her by any means necessary right exactly because you see that she has wooden figures of kids she knew from a mm. hundred years ago uh, is, which presents a bit of it's a, never specified the relation because yeah. they say they say um what's i don't remember character i don't remember old lady hackmore's first name but she, they're like yeah. sister clarence or something yeah, like that yeah. when when finally when the troll is defeated and these Children from a hundred years ago come out of the yeah. tree that the trolls put all the wooden figures in. Um, they're like, sister, like sister, sisters at you. But that doesn't mean is there's yeah, because there's two African American kids and two white kids. Right. Well, and I wasn't implying they were siblings. No, no, but no, no. no. These yeah, kids yeah, yeah. That they knew. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's. I think it's. 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 I would even think it might be siblings. I don't know. It's more of like a sibling relationship. Yeah. With them. All of that to say, you sit there and you kind of scratch your head and you're like, wait a second, how, how old, old is, is she? she? <laughs> but then you ask yourself, first of all, I think you said this at the end, is like, those those kids will never adjust. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a hundred years of culture that they are just have just been thrown into. And so yeah. I'm like, that. there's no way... I don't know. I'm I'm glad they never did any sort of follow up, right? Because the only way you could do it was these kids never adjusting yeah. to society. But then again, like you, then the question it begs the question: How much longer does Eartha Kit live? Because right. was it? Do you think it? Because I feel like if the troll was never released, how much longer would she have to live with this weight on yeah. her? Of like she she because I feel like that determination that a hundred years she might have been mm-hmm. entrusted as somebody to defeat the troll to free these kids because it was her mission yeah. to like to but then she says to keep the to keep the troll from coming back so that no other child suffered but then she also had this mission yeah, I don't to know. like to 
All I all I know is there is a scene at the beginning when Elizabeth and Kenny are at her place trying to find Ernest, and she's like thought of a child, and she like looks at them like, we need to eat their heart basically, or we need to like the troll needs to like yeah, grab them. we need a heart, a child's heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But what you've come to find out is like the heart of a child and a mother's care. Mm-hmm. And what that translates into is unconditional love, yeah. which creates kind of an emotional scene. At least I was kind of getting like affected by there's this scene at the end where where they find out through a course of events that um, you can kill these trolls in their infancy with milk. Yeah. Um, or Miak, as Miak. Ernest Yeah, exactly. Hungarian, Bavarian Miak. And, um, uh, but the... Um, tr- what's his name? A the Trantor. Troll. Trantor, Trantor has reached yeah. has has reached such an evolution to where he he's not affected by milk anymore. Mm-hmm. And so Ernest is standing with this like this carton of milk, like ready to douse him with it. And he's like got this snarl on his face, and it's like the he's like having this introspective moment, and he's like the heart of a child, mother's care, mm-hmm. and you and it's it's contrasted with the city people are like in slow-mo yelling, kill him. Yeah. They're killing. They, they want, they want blood. They have like yeah. this blood lust cause they've seen, cause yeah. of course at the end it's, it's yeah. the word is out that the trolls are taking all their kids and yeah. there's the big showdown at the end where all this group of kids like take out all the, all like the t- all, all the other trolls. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I was stretching and, my neck. Yeah. It's, I looked and I was like, you don't have to hold in a burp. You can let it. You <laughs> no, can, no, you can let it out. Stretching my neck, my neck is sore. Um, but uh, but you know, all these kids take this group of kids take out all the trolls with like squirt guns filled with milk. Yeah, and and it's kind of it's this emotional scene because you have, uh, and kind of compared it to Jesus a little bit. Um, you know what? <laughs> there, like, there's an element. You to can it. make parallels. But like, there's this there's this bloodthirsty mob who's yelling, "Kill him! Mm-hmm. Kill him!" You know, kill the threat. Kill the kill enemy. the threat. Kill the enemy. And, and Ernest is like, wait a second, like a mother's care in the heart of a child, unconditional love. Yeah. He's like, has anyone bothered to try and like love this thing? Mm -hmm. And his face goes from like, like thinking to come on little buddy. He's got like a big, big smile on his face. He's like, come here little buddy. And he's like, gives him a hug and, uh, the hug disintegrates him. Yeah, so like our maybe, old buddy Boris. Yeah, sorry, joy, Boris. joy and love. It's uh, just makes him disappear. So maybe not so much at the the what happens to the troll because um, it's actually it's love it, that kills yeah. him. Never mind. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, but the 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 general idea of like this the troll these, gets the, a job in yeah, the neighborhood. Yeah, uh, delivering but, milk. But ironically, you know, I you know I don't think I'd want anything that thing touches. Um, <laughs> No offense, trolley, but you're really gross and you're slimy. Yeah. Uh, but I think, well, it's just that idea of, you know, okay, take away the fact that the troll, he doesn't disintegrate, he explodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so sometimes maybe God's love, like, will blow up from it. Who knows? Because there's so know. much. This is not a religion uh, podcast. Well, I'm just saying it's a front... Yeah. Taking the parallel that you're talking about. It's, I, it's just, a ridiculous just the, parallel. Just the, but the, just the idea of this bloodlust from people for their enemy. And yeah. there's this one figure who chooses to like show unconditional love and it, it, de- it defeats evil. Yeah. The, yeah. Yes. And the, in what ha- doesn't happen is what you think would happen was the troll is now like this respected member of society. No, he dies. He's fat. It's like, no, it makes him explode. Yeah, he explodes. So when you really think about it, 
Yeah. Um, love doesn't win. Yeah, it's true. Love doesn't still prevail. destroy. Still destroy. You need to destroy your enemies. You need to crush your enemies. See them driven before you. Hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> Conan. 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 Conan the Barbarian. We're we, gonna we, do a Radcast Reynolds on that. We have in season to. two. Tulsa Doom alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we that salt that Tulsa. I almost said salsa doom. Salsa doom. <laughs> Tulsa yeah. doom post got like seventy likes. Yeah, uh, I it's don't like know, man. Five, 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 seventy, six, six, yeah, ten, ninety. Better face. There's a whole. There's a whole. Uh, yeah. There's a whole algorithm. Algorithm. Thing. Whatever. Algorithm. This isn't an Instagram podcast. No. <laughs> so that's a lot of earnest scared stupid. I love this movie. It, I just. I, oh, all, all I can say because I assume we're wrapping up right now. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap this up here real quick. But like, I just. I'm so like I'm so sick of people judging just movies in general based on one certain set of criteria. Mm-hmm. Like every everything is judged on the same plan. Like critics especially, they'll judge something on the same plane with the same mindset. Like they would judge Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Like Sha- Ernest Scared Stupid is not Shawshank Redemption, yeah. but that's okay because it's literally two different kinds of yeah. movies. And I feel like you need to become very flexible in how you look at movies. I think you need to take a step back and say, okay, yeah, this movie is dumb, but look at what it's about. Look mm-hmm. at the character. Look at, just look at the visual. Look, you know, it's, it's not going to be Forrest Gump. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Yeah. And that's why I love these movies because I, I love them for what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's a silly kids movie that has some frightening imagery it's very halloweeny with a very very likable protagonist yeah and so i can forgive anything ridiculous that happens because mm-hmm. i'm like it's it's just a dumb movie it's supposed to be i can forgive anything that seems ridiculous yeah. and critics i mean they can shove their reviews up their ass like they're windbags I don't anyway critics on anything the, the, honestly the issues i have and i don't want to go on a roger ebert diatribe i don't like the guy um as as a critic, I don't really. I I tried to Wikipedia him just to be like, who is he as a guy? Because I can look past people's professional shortcomings if they're like solid people. Yeah, and it didn't really help me at all for his case. Didn't he so, write a bunch of like exploitation films? So with without getting too far into a diatribe, yeah. I mean, it's funny that a guy who thinks he's an authority on movie like on movies. The, the he was if somebody were like a writer of all these famous movies I can yeah. understand it it's not Martin Scorsese no it's talking about movies. you know talking yeah. about how, what he thinks about the Marvel movies but like it, it's Roger Ebert who his greatest writing accomplishment movie wise was Valley um the Valley of the Valley Dolls, of the Dolls. Um, yeah. other than that he helped Russ Meyer write movies which Russ Meyer was known for trashy exploitation movies yeah so I don't take your opinion seriously Roger yeah. Ebert anyway. My problem with these windbag critics are when they um, skewer others for liking these movies. Yeah, and they they think they're they think these people are dumb for liking these movies. Yeah. That's my issue. Yeah, it's it's one thing to not like the movie, mm-hmm. and that's fu- whatever. People yeah. have differing interests. Yeah. You can like things that I like. You can not like things that I like, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But don't insult me for liking it. Yeah, exactly. Especially since I ca- I can balance out my movie watching. Sure. I love. Shawshank it just means Redemption. I have I have discernment. I don't yeah. take myself so seriously. Exactly. I don't 
watching movies, watch you enjoy, be entertained yeah. by your movie. Don't feel like you always have to walk away from it with some sort of cerebral analytic experience. Right. All that to say, this is a really fun, I, entertaining I love it. holiday movie. I, I can't tell you how many times we watch this and saves Christmas and we're yeah. like, I love Ernest. They're goofy. But they know they're goofy. Exactly. They don't try to be anything else. And yeah. I appreciate that. And if you've never sat down and watched it and you are interested, sit down and watch it, formulate your own opinion, and maybe it'll become a part of the stable of movies you watch every Halloween, just like us here at the Radcast. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to round out this last episode of the Five Weeks of Friday. We should probably do our socials. Yeah, do the socials. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter at, at TRadcast. That's T for the Radcast, all one word, at TRadcast, all one word, cast with a K. Find us on Instagram, the Radcast. Again, cast with a K. Mm -hmm. And then find us on Facebook, the Radcast. Please, on Instagram and Twitter, go follow us. Mm -hmm. And make sure to utilize those DMs. Yeah, Because we really want to hear from you. We love... Yeah. We love all the different kinds of people that are started following mm -hmm. us on Instagram yeah. and really just really want to know a little more about you guys. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, go find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Overcast. Make sure to utilize Overcast. You, Overcast is cool. Um, and then Spotify. Pretty much anywhere you get podcasts, mm -hmm. however you can follow those podcasts, please go do that for us. Make sure to leave us reviews. Um, the more five-star reviews we get, the more visible we become on different mm -hmm. podcast yeah. outlets. It just has to do with that algorithm. Yeah. It's like everything nowadays. Yeah. And like Go it, the, the biggest thing too is like just because we're the ones doing this and you all are listening doesn't yeah. mean we're out of reach for you to talk to. Sure. We want to oh, engage yeah. with you. And, you know, the we can probably get in touch with you and answer any question you have. Yeah. So you that's, that's the good thing about having um, this sort of – show in its infancy is that we're at the point now to where we have no excuse but to answer any questions you have and yeah. we'd love to so it's not like we're bogged down yeah. with too much um but uh go to our website mm -hmm. theradcast.com uh we'll try like, and start doing some cool stuff yeah on there. oh yeah and and i mean i've got the schedule for five mm -hmm. weeks of fright that i have updated yeah. so hey, hey. not that it's gonna matter after today when you're listening but, uh, yeah, go over there. You can find our old episodes. You can find new episodes. All of our episodes are over there. So it's sort of your one-stop shop. Speaking of shop, hopefully we can start getting some merch up, yeah. up, well, and, up and going. And if for those of you that are interested, for those of you that are interested in merch, yeah. let us know. We have a connection at a sports store we used to work at. We're still tight with them. Um, and we have we ha our, make sure yeah, a buddy of ours is a manager there. So yeah. we can get quotes on shirts uh we quotes on stickers if you need so, a job yeah, if you need if you're in the fluorescent area and yeah. you like a job um actually you know what i don't know you as a person so, so don't no, put me no, down as a reference please um but anyway um yeah we want to start doing merch so we just want to see if there's an interest out there so let us know um again for those of you listening in other countries i'm dying to know who you please. are please 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 like, yeah like and then again it could be an a thing of uh, English. They may they don't speak English, so they don't know how to communicate. I don't know. I yeah. don't want to judge. I don't want to just assume. like the timbre of our voices. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, there hasn't been people listening in other countries in a while. So those of you in other states, let us know let who us you know, are. Please, partners. Because I know who some of you are, but I don't know who's listening in Washington and in Virginia and in California. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know people there. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's but, true. Uh, so... Thank you for listening, everybody. Yes. That was our five weeks of fright. We hope you enjoyed it. If I you, did. Yeah, it, it was a blast. We yep. loved having Jeremy on. We loved talking about the stuff that we love about Halloween. And mm-hmm. um, November, like we said at the beginning there, November, we have some returning guests. We have some mm-hmm. really cool subjects. December, we have some returning guests and maybe some new guests. Yep. Um, January is going to be end of the first season. Yes, January. It's like Power Rangers and that the season is the first season. It's like super almost 50 long. episodes. Yeah. But January, we're going to take a break after that. And then we'll be back in March and hopefully have some new cool format stuff. Yeah. For mm-hmm. we're gonna, we've been talking about it and we'll uh, hopefully you'll be able to watch the Radcast oh. as well as listen to the Radcast. Yeah. But in the meantime, make sure to be good to yourself, be good to each other. Why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? Happy Halloween, and we'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.